Some people have a deep, abiding respect for the natural beauty that was once this country. And some people don't. People start pollution. People can stop it. Geocache Talk Podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. Hey, everyone. It's time for Geocache Talk. We get work, in the car, wherever you are. We hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play so that you can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music and our patrons, Doug Jones, Joshua and Caleb Slinkard, Tom Brotherman, Jeff Arbaugh, Deborah Burris, Joshua the Geocaching Vlogger, Nick Hubbard, Andrew Tiepkin, Cecilia Perez, Sydney Sawyer, Valena Mahar, Jane Jewell, Dano Pugach, Memphis Mafia, Craig Michelle, the Geo Gearheads, Zach Fick, the Deadliest Cashers, and our new patrons, Tim Turrell, Neil Moore, Molly the Geocaching Dog, and Dee and David Vickery. If you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash geocachetalk for more details. Patrons get path tags, coins, and other geocaching swag during the year, as well as invites to special events only for patrons. And we're having one of those in a couple weeks. So if you'd like to become a patron now, we'll invite you to our special playing of GC World. Where's the pl- Here's the game board. There's the game board. That's all I'm showing you of the game board. That's it. So memorize it. It's a secret. But we're playing GC World again in a couple weeks. And support levels start at as little as $3 a month for Patreon. All right. Well, let's start by let me welcome the other team members. Sydney Sawyer. Hello, everyone. And Jesse Lunsford. Good evening. So we're going to jump right into show number 43 for Sunday, April 2nd, as we begin the Cito Show. I kind of like the, I like the sound of that. It sounds, it kind of rolls off the tongue. So I Unless took a, you call it Cito, and then it messes it up. Then it messes it all up. But um, And so I put a Cito bag, if you're seeing behind me, because I got a bunch of these. And so um, I decided to display one proudly for tonight. So there you are. And here we go. Here we go with the CETO show. So before we get started, can we all agree that it's CETO and not any other pronunciation? That's a highly debated topic. So can we vote on this and make it official? It's CETO, right? I say CETO. CETO. Yes. CETO. 
Cito. All three of us raise our hand. That's official, so they can't call it anything else from now on. Correct. <laughs> so it shall be written. So it shall be done. They so need funny. like a pronunciation parentheses after it, I think. I know. Why don't they have that? That would be they a lot should. Of right. Like S- in the dictionary. Right. How they... S-E-E-T-O-E. C-toe. Like... <laughs> C-toe. C-toes. So I guess tonight we'll go through what a CETO is and then maybe some tips on attending a CETO and even hosting a CETO. Yeah. So I'll, get us, I'll, I'll get us started. I'm sure people have noticed a bunch of CETOs being published all of a sudden. That you, you notice that twice a year. In fact, you notice it exactly around April 22nd to April 30th for this year, and then September 23rd to October 1st. Uh, the reason for that is that's when geocaching typically pushes those CEDOs for those two times a year to try to get people to, to attend and host those events. Um, so we'll, I guess to start off, we'll go through what a CEDO is. CETO, again, I'm going to keep repeating that, CETO. Right. <laughs> uh, cash in, trash out events are gatherings of geocachers to improve parks and other cache-friendly places. Uh, examples of CEDOs, CEDO-appropriate activities would be tree planting, trail building, removing invasive species, and removing trash from a designated location. I wonder if that counts the geo trails. Does that, the to the caches, does that count trail building? I don't know if ah, that's the same thing. Good question. Because we're doing that all the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we are building we trails. We have an ongoing event. Yeah. And I think there's a bunch of other possible uh, things that would be appropriate, but that's the ones that are listed on geocaching.com. Right. An interesting one that I've seen but have not attended was a, a cemetery cleanup. That that oh, was okay. an, an interesting one. And I think I saw, what was it, uh, Jamie, Stardust ZZZ. I think she attended one where she was, like, cleaning up the gravestones and, like, scraping mud off and cleaning the names and stuff. So that's something interesting too. If there's a cemetery in your area that is a little run down, maybe you could have a CETO there. That's a good idea. I would think under direct supervision of somebody so that you're not damaging any of the property there. So I definitely want to have somebody on site if I was going to do something that. Yeah, definitely. Or maybe like, some organization or cleanup effort is is already happening and maybe you can talk to the organizer of that and see if you know i could i could get some more people to come if i post this event so yeah. other other organizations can be involved as well um like i know in my area there's a thing called pick up the parks that uh you know monroe county sponsors and uh, so a lot of different organizations come out and help. And uh, our geocaching community is usually part of that. And so you can you can work with another organization that is doing some trash cleanup. Uh, but you have to have a separate thing that is for geocachers and by geocachers. So you have to make sure you put that. Like geocachers are going to work on this area of the park or something like that. Right. So we can't just like climb onto somebody else's cleaning event and call it a CETO? Um, not necessarily. <laughs> that might be cheating a little bit. Okay. All right. <laughs> right. Um, but like I said, you can, I would, if you are planning on doing that, make sure you contact um, whoever is, po- or the person that's organizing the larger event and to make sure you talk to them and see if, 
you know, they have opportunities for more people to help out. I'm sure they do. They usually do. And I know we're going to get into hosting in a little bit, but I know when I've hosted, it wasn't any trouble getting them to say, yes, we want you to clean up an area. So, right. Exactly. I don't think they're going to turn down uh, free help. <laughs> That's for sure. Not usually. Not usually, no. Right. But um, um, well, some other uh, rules, per se, I guess. Um, since it's an event, it does have to be published at least two weeks before uh, the date of your event. Um, and they have to have a start and end time, which all events do now. Uh, but CETO events are required to last at least one hour, unlike regular events. And if you're trying to get that icon for this first part of the year, you've only got about three or four days left to get one submitted. Right. Um, well, yeah, let me, let me, yeah, I think you're, you're running out of time there for that. So this coming Saturday, the 8th would be two weeks before the 22nd. And that's so really have, the minimum amount of time, too. So Right. Yep. So you have a little bit of time left if you're still trying to get one published. Okay. So um, I guess CETO's uh, environmental initiative supported by the geocaching community. Uh, according to the website, it's since 2002, long before I started geocaching. Uh, it says CETO has helped preserve the natural beauty of cash-friendly spaces, which is what the world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in that right. time, more than 240,000 people have volunteered at 11,000 CETO events. Wow. Now, you would think we'd get a little more press for that instead of just uh, bomb scares, but uh, <laughs> I guess it's not as much fun to report on geocachers cleaning up a park as it is shutting down an intersection. <laughs> right. It's not as entertaining. Exactly. So the uh, what we mentioned earlier, those two times per year, typically, at least in the last few years, they've uh, you've gotten virtual souvenirs for attending or hosting events, CEDO uh, events during those time frames. Right. And I'm pretty sure they're doing that again this year, right? They are. Yep. They're they're uh, they're giving away souvenirs again. And what's cool is that they give you. Um, well, I think it's kind of nice is that they give you a little time frame. Not all icon, not all souvenirs have that. And some of them don't lend themselves to that. But I think CETOs do at, do lend themselves to maybe not one particular day because it doesn't fit for everybody to have a CETO on a certain day. So they give you a little bit of, of leeway for that to get the souvenir. Right. Yeah, and it's a separate type of event. So it, it counts separately on your profile if you've attended or hosted one. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is a breakout and there's separate rules for it. So, and they're, they are more complicated than a regular coffee event. So, right. I like that they're doing, making it a week long thing because I think a lot of people probably have, you know, something going on during that one Saturday or whatever, right. like for earth cash day maybe or something. So mm -hmm. it's nice that, you know, if you can't make it on a Saturday, maybe you can make it to one the weekend before that or during the week or something like that. Yeah, makes sense. Looks like a few people in our chat room have attended CEDOs and some have even hosted them. So That's we'll get cool. to that in a little bit. So, Yep, very cool. Okay. So attending CEDO events. So that's kind of what a CEDO is. It's environmental cleanup. So now we'll talk about a little bit about attending CEDO events. And I asked in the chat room if they've attended a CEDO 
It looks like several people have attended a CEDO. I haven't seen anybody that said they've never attended one yet. So Yeah, it looks like everybody has. It's great. I know one of them hasn't because one of them in the chat room tonight is my cousin. He's in town, so he's watching He's watching the show from a close-by location. Well, that's Aww. cool. So at least one person. He's his first time on the show, so woo. So give him a little shout-out there. Hey, Joey. <laughs> All right, so attending events. Do we want to go over that? Yeah, so I think we want – well, my idea was maybe we could highlight some different CEDOs that we've attended in the past. Um, so the first CEDO actually that I ever attended was not in New York. It was in Arizona. I was, uh, I was there visiting family for a family reunion, and it was during that, that CEDO week in April. So I, was, I had my heart set on getting that souvenir. So I, I found uh, a CEDO nearby, and we went out in the morning before our little reunion and picked up some trash in the Arizona heat. Wow. And got poked by some some cactus. <laughs> and it was uh, it was a good time. <laughs> so that was pretty so that was pretty sharp. You, you did a little planning ahead, you know, right. you, were, you know, that's now how long had you been geocaching when you that found That was uh only less than a year at that okay. time, I think. So yeah, that was the first CEDO I ever attended. So what 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 got you thinking about, did you kind of go through the list of icons and kind of decide, you know what, I haven't been done CETO, let me see if I can find one, or what was well, the Well, that was, that was during uh, the, the souvenir week. Oh, okay, so you were... For, you, for the you, CETO event. So I was so, like, I need that souvenir, so right, I... got to have it. Yeah, so I had to look for a CETO near where we were in Arizona. Well, see, that's, there. that's a good example of what, what, at least for me, what I think um, of why souvenirs, I think, are kind of what can be very important. And I think that I wish we had some more, I mean, they're, they're virtual. I mean, come on, like how much, you know, they don't take up any space on your, as Susan always says, it doesn't take any space on the wall. So, I mean, you don't have to dust it, right? You don't have to dust it. So I mean, there's a good example of you, you might not have done a CETO that at that point, you'd probably done one later, but you didn't, you, you looked for a CETO based on the fact that there's a souvenir so, I mean, that's right. something, I mean, if they did, I mean, there's a lot of people that I know, a lot of people listening to the show, this is probably not applicable to them, but there are people that are fairly new to geocaching and they're not going to do a multicache. They have no, right. they don't know what they are. They don't know how to do one. They're, they're not sure what to do. You throw a souvenir out there for a multi, maybe you get people interested. I don't know. It's a thought. Well, let's be honest. Not everybody wants to go out and clean up trash on the side of the highway. That's not everybody's, you know, idea of a good time. You kind of have to be invested before you, yeah, or already be into environmental cleanup before you associate that as uh, a fun game to do with your, you know, your kids or family or whatever else. So it takes a little investment to do that. Well, no, it's interesting. I saw. Um there's several things that I think fit, and I don't know. We'll, we'll get, we probably need to get more into that here, but. Um, something that um, I saw that was done in Germany was they had everybody build birdhouses. And so they had a big birdhouse building event and then they placed birdhouses out in different parts of, so, I mean, I guess it's maybe bending. Is that, would you say that's kind of tweaking the rules a little bit or? I don't think so. I mean, it's okay. improvement so you, of the area. Right. You can put those on a, a trail. 
Right. Mm -hmm. And that's still helping the environment. So I think mm -hmm. that's allowable. I don't know what a reviewer would say, but yeah, well, they got theirs approved. An improvement, <laughs> if it's considered an improvement, and that you know the area wants it or the park wants it, and it's good for the environment, I think they would approve it. You know, if yeah. you just took it upon yourself to say I'm going to go stick a bunch of birdhouses up, I don't think that would fly. But right, well, yeah, this is an old event, so they got approved and and they they were able to do that. But you know, I think that that's something that that uh, for me personally that seems seems to interest me. I mean, I I'm all for cleaning up. You know, I'm I'm not trying to 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 you know diss the cleaning up of an environment. That's that's huge. But to do something on top of that, something different, I think would be kind of cool. Like, um, um, you know, Land Monkey, they did one, and I'm I'm gonna get this wrong, and I'm sure he'll send me a note at some point. But I somebody will somebody will correct me. You know, that's the good thing about the show. But right. They did some kind of it was a it was like. I don't know if it was a trail cleanup or it was like um, they removed some invasive species or, um, you know, there's a couple of different things I'm sure people have done. But, I mean, it's just thinking outside the box maybe a little bit. I liked your idea about the cemetery cleanup, especially if you could find somebody who um, has some expertise that we could, you, could, you could have at the event with you. Right, because I know there's a lot of times when um, so many or some cemeteries that we've been in, Susan and I have seen, they need like we need people to come out and help. Like, like the the stone is is knocked over or something, and you know, if you had some some people who you know uh, who have the authority or whatever to come out and actually correct some cemeteries and sort of do some some fixing of, of that. That's kind right. of a, a cool idea. So from the chat room, uh, it looks like Sydney, you've been to seven. Yeah. So far I looked mine up. I've been to nine and Susan is telling on Gary saying they have not attended one yet. Oh, no, Gary. I've never but been more to impressive one. is Tim in the chat room has been to 29 of them. I know. I can't believe that, that is awesome. That is wild. But well, I, I looked at it too. Uh, since Sydney brought it up, she did one in her first year. It took me three years before I went to attended one. Well, and I really don't have a really good excuse, but I do want to point out something that I'm learning about, <laughs> and that is that I've always over. I guess I've. It's like puzzles. I've overthought. I've overthought Cetos, and that's probably part of my problem. Is that I treat it almost like trying to get an Earth Cash published. That's my idea of a Cito is. I've got to get, you know, I've got to spend a bunch of money to get stuff. You know, I got to buy, you know, a dozen shovels and I'm going to need to get, um, you know, a bulldozer to, for sure. I need to buy these bags, you know, which somebody gave they me have a bunch. some now. Somebody gave me a bunch of these, which is really, really kind of them to do. So now I have real no, absolutely no excuse. But I guess I've over, I've always overthought it. Like I got to contact authorities, and I'm going to have to have you know city ordinances for me to to do this kind of you know. So I, I'm I'm gonna we're gonna host one. At, uh, we're gonna go to one this time, but I'm gonna host one because now right. I realize I don't really have to go through a bunch of, you know, extra stuff, but I kind of want to do a cool one. So yeah. 
It's funny because if my wife was actually listening tonight, which she's not, she would be wearing me out because I do the same thing with every cache I try to put out. <laughs> I go so far and try to get so elaborate that I never end up getting it put out. Right. Right, right. That's, that's me on CETOs. I'm sorry. But but I'm so, going. we're going to one. We're going to go one in, at MOGA. They're going to have one there. So we're going to that. So attend one first and then come back and host one after that. Yeah. There you go. We, Definitely need to do that. So so here's a cool example of one in the chat room. Uh, Tim, again, who's been to 29, so he has a lot to choose from. Mm-hmm. He said he did one in Hawaii where divers pulled junk out of the bay, and it says us land lovers separated the native growth from the garbage, and they had a biologist on hand. Very cool. That That's pretty cool. elaborate. That's a pretty cool one right there. That is awesome. I like those those interesting ones where you're not doing – you're doing something a little different. Like, I think Joshua, the geocaching vlogger, attended one where they walk out on the, the ice of the frozen lake and they pick up the trash that's fallen on the ice in the winter so that it doesn't get in the lake when it, oh, it yeah. melts. Because I've heard that the um, ice fishermen are not really good at cleaning up after themselves when they leave. They leave trash. And then, of course, they don't think about the fact that, that trash, when the like you said, it's going to fall in the lake. So. Uh-oh, I just found out my wife was in the chat room. She busted uh, me. She got you. <laughs> busted. So I haven't, the ones as far as attending, I've been to, so I've been to nine, and I waited a while for a went, but all the ones I've attended have been pretty normal trash cleanup. Some of them have been bigger than others, and some, you know, there's been some that were cleanups on the side of the highway or whatever, and one was at a, a park but it was all pretty normal other than the size of the stuff we were clearing out like pallets and, and uh, an old torn down shed and stuff like that. But just really garbage cleanup. I haven't seen one that's as creative as some of these people have been to. So, yeah, I haven't been to any creative ones either. They've all been trash pickup. Some, some more involved than others because I attended one in, in winter when there was snow on the ground. Oh gosh. You couldn't see any of the trash because it was, Oh, in ooh. under the snow, so we were all kind of like, okay, I found this one piece over here and this this one other piece, and but it was it was a fun time. But you can't always control that. Yeah, so I think so, the adopt a highway is pretty standard. We have one here, and you said you have one in New York. Yeah, we just started one up here by me in the Finger Lakes area. We adopted uh oh that I think just over a mile of of roadway for they have a an adopt a highway program we even have a sign with uh you know geocachers finger lakes geocachers on it so we are having one of those coming up on the 22nd which is the day of moga so i will be sitoing that day while you guys Sweet. are out having fun oh you're having fun too you're made together yep so who, um, which of y'all's little group did you have set up the Adopt a Highway program, or who did you contact and all that? Do you remember what the process was? Or right, so that was actually one of my friend's ideas. He came okay. up with it, and uh, so there's a whole program here in New York where you could, you know, businesses or just groups of people like the the Kiwanis group or the right. such and such group. They they do that a lot up here. So he contacted. I think it's through the the county. Okay, probably. And so they, mm -hmm. yeah, there's like a whole form you have to fill out and everything. Um, but they provide um, vests and trash bags and 
I think gloves and even hard hats. So cool. that's that's nice. And then they come and pick up the trash uh, when you're done. So do you know if it costs anything to because your name's on the Adopt a Highway sign probably. Right. No, it didn't cost us anything. They they oh, put cool. that in for your efforts. Okay, but for your efforts though, is there like a set of guidelines like you need to do one of these every so like certain like every right three months you have to do one otherwise we're gonna revoke your charter kind of thing. <laughs> I I don't know if it's I think it's they 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 I think they do have a rule like that but they're kind of lenient about it because. Oh, okay. you know, some areas of the the roads might only need pickup twice a year or something, and it's it, like I said, it's also hard here in the winter to do sure. a seto because you just can't find anything because there's snow. And so I, we we've been doing it twice a year okay. uh, for the past couple. It's almost. I think this will be a year this this April. What's we have a similar be? thing going here, and we started with the uh, Department of Transportation. And to adopt a highway here, we did have to make an agreement four times a year, and they wanted it spread out one in each quarter. Right. So they didn't want us to do four in in one weekend and be done for the year. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and if your name, like, for for example, so for Sydney's, their their group's name is on the sign. So in a sense, you kind of don't want it to look bad because, like, these these people suck at this stuff because they're like – when you drive by, at least I do. When you when I drive by and adopt a highway sign, I look and see what the name is, and then I kind of look at the highway and see how it looks, and I go, "Right, these people suck at this." I mean, <laughs> you know, or they're doing a great job. I kind of, I sort of, uh, I don't know if it's wrong or not, but I, I kind of judge them. You know, is this group any good or not? Let's see. So, you know, you don't want this group. You don't want your little. You don't want a geocaching name on there, and then you know, have it look right. like, like crud, you know, so. But the the department did say that we were probably the, their most active Oh, group. sweet. That's awesome. Even even at only two times a year. So that's that's good. Very cool. I'm, um, so we, I, we kind of skipped over something. I'm going to go back and, and I'm going to read the little blurb for everybody um, that I, I got off the website. So... CETO, cash in, trash out, which is a registered trademark, by the way, is an environmental initiative supported by the geocaching community. Since 2002, CETO has helped preserve the natural beauty of cash-friendly spaces. In that time, more than 240,000 people have volunteered. I guess those numbers are probably pretty whack now, but 11,000 CETO events, so... Yeah, it's probably a lot more by now, I think. That yeah. might be a little old. Yeah. I'm sure they're getting quite a lot more now that they're promoting CETO Weeks. Yeah. That definitely. seems like a yeah. lot, though. 11,000, that's a lot of events. Yeah, but since 2002? Still, yeah, well, minimum of 11,000 hours, an hour long. 11,000 hours of work for cleaning up. That I'm surprised we don't hear more Well, but it hasn't always been that. It always hasn't. It hasn't always been a minimum of an hour, right? That's pretty. No, it has not. Okay. So, but still, you're right, Jesse. You're talking about a lot of. That's a lot of time, and um, I I don't know. Do you think that Groundspeak is doing a good job as far as uh, letting the letting 
letting the public know about how well geocachers are doing or is that something we that they could do better as far as publicizing or what do you think could be i mean you can't you can't toot your own horn all the time i think they do a pretty good job of it but you know <laughs> well the 10 hours of a cedo is overshadowed by one bomb call well so, yeah I which one's more exciting to read about true that's true even but, for us if there's two articles yeah. that come up and one's about get geocachers cleaning up an area and the other one's about a bomb call guess which i'm one i'm gonna read <laughs> <laughs> and we're all guilty of that so but we see that but see that we see the bomb scare stuff kind of i mean not it's infrequent but still it's like all right yeah yeah bomb scare we know about that but i don't know right i've yeah. heard some cool stuff i've heard i've heard over time some really cool stories about Cito, but i don't know if i hear enough of them maybe i don't know i think after their their week they do kind of like a recap like mm-hmm. this many people attended but I mean, right. it's great to have these these weeks that they're promoting stuff, but I I think that gets a lot more people involved. But you should be involved in CEDO like the whole year, and you don't have to attend an event to participate in cash and trash out. You could just pick up some trash oh, while sure. you're out geocaching. Right, absolutely. I was kind of thinking of more from just out of curiosity out of the geocaching dot com or Groundspeak. I guess they're just geocaching.com now, but you know, just the, uh, and I'm sure they, they think through this all the time, but I'm just wondering, because like you said, we, we need more exposure about geocaching. And this is kind of one of those good, those really good things about geocaching that I think we don't, we can't overemphasize or overpublicize, I guess is my point. Uh, Ed in the chat room, mm-hmm. I'd love to know the answer to this one too. Asked, was there a body found at a CETO event? It's true. <laughs> it's true. Actually, there it is. is yeah. It was It was near New York City. I remember yeah. it. I do too. I, someone posted it on a Facebook group that I'm in because they were at the CETO. And I think they found you know, a body like near a river or something. I remember that. There you go. That would be so, wild, wouldn't it? What's the strangest item you found at a CETO event? A dead body. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> How can you beat that? I no, I don't think you can. You can make a game of it, I guess. Uh, I think talking. a lot of people do. Like, right. a prize, give a prize to whoever finds the most wacky item. Right. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. been to a Cedo that did that. It's a good idea. So <laughs> I guess we, mm-hmm. for attending the Cedos before we move past it, yeah. um, to search a Cedo for somebody that's never searched one out, they would just go on geocaching.com and search under events because there's not a separate filter for CEDOs, but then you could pull up all the ones in your area. Right. And then you can also look at the map and select everything, unselect everything, but events, I think. And then you can see those that way as well. You can even do Mm -hmm. just CETO. You can. Okay. And you select just one of the three. That's good. Yeah. Now it doesn't show up as anything special on the map. It just shows up as a red a red dot, but still it gives you that chance of clearing out all the events and all, you know, down to really specific just CETOs if you wanted to. So uh, with the filter on the side of the map? Yeah. Map oh, filter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool idea. 
So that's no. good. So you can find one. Then you, once you select one, I guess there's a little more work to do compared mm-hmm. to a regular event. A little more preparation. Right. So you might have to bring some sort of special equipment. Some people ask that you bring gloves mm-hmm. uh, in case you know, you're know you picking up anything prickly or pokey like cactuses in Arizona, maybe. <laughs> might want to wear gloves. She remembers that day really well, I could tell. I remember because I was picking up trash and I was getting poked in the hand with cactus needles because like, I had oh. never, I had, <laughs> Dang it. I, I had never been to the desert before and these cactuses are everywhere. It is insane. Well, it, uh, it totally slipped my mind earlier because it was such a big weekend, but I guess I have attended a CEDO that was a little different than normal. Okay. Uh, the most recent one I did down in January in Florida was on an island. So we had to boat out to get to it and then pick up trash and then boat the trash back. Oh, um, interesting. I kind of forgot about that because the weekend was so big and we did so many other things. Was it like a 5-5 five, five event? And now we're going to skip ahead a couple shows if we start talking yeah, about built in terrain. We'll start ranting about that. and we That's won't. next week, yeah. We're not <laughs> we talking we about that. We won't even finish talking about CEDOs. <laughs> we are not doing that tonight. That is we're next week. not doing that week. tonight. Separate topic. Only give a soapbox, right? Uh, what we are doing, though, and I want to mention it before we give it away, but we're giving away a Cito coin. Woo! Shiny. So, shinies. We're giving away a shiny tonight. So, isn't it cool? And it's got a. It's even trackable. Um, and we'll get to it later. But this is uh, provided by Peter Young at IB Geocaching Supplies. So, ibgeocaching.com, one of our favorite sponsors. Right, and he's in the chat tonight, so thank awesome. you for that lovely coin. Very cool. All right. So most of our – so you mentioned the uh, bringing uh, gloves or other things. Pretty standard outside of that one I just mentioned with uh, the boating. I've seen gloves mentioned most of the time, uh, sunscreen. Yeah. There's a few other things. One of those little trash grabbers. Yeah, those are those great. Are, those are – Really helpful, especially if you're lugging around a bag mm-hmm. and then you can just, you know, pick up your stuff and it's very, very cool. helpful. Good but uh, the vests are pretty good. If they don't supply them, it's good to have some kind of vest, especially if you're going to be anywhere in track, you know, near traffic or near a road or kind of kind of make yourself stand out, which is kind of a cool way for to spread that word, too. Right. If it's got yeah. geocacher. <laughs> What's a geocacher? And then they'll be like distracted while they're driving. Right. <laughs> we don't need that, but yes. No. But you do want to be protected. That's for sure. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So do we want to, anything else we want to talk about attending an event? I would just say, make sure you check the cash page, read the whole cash page before you go. And again, see if there's any equipment, make sure you, you know, bring water if, you know, and maybe a snack. Yes. you're going to be doing some work. So. Maybe some way to clean up, some good gloves, some right. dirty clothes that you don't mind messing yeah, up. Don't, don't wear your nice, your nice church clothes or nice jeans. Right. Make sure you're wearing something that you don't care if it gets dirty. Absolutely. So moving on to hosting events. Uh, Sydney, both you and I have hosted events, hosted CEDOs, right? right? Yes. So, um, officially, to host an event, contact a land manager, local organization, or government agency to determine your community's needs. Make sure to get permission for your project. <laughs> Very important. <laughs> there you go. 
Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to just show up. You're like, oh, yeah, we're going to clean this park today and, you know, adopt a highway, unofficial adopt a highway. That wouldn't go over well. Right. Um, so Cedo can, as we mentioned earlier, Cedo can happen on every geocaching adventure. Pick up trash that you see on the trail. Clean up the area around a geocache. Uh, these small acts make a huge difference. Um, we can't overstress enough the idea of how many times have you gone to a geocache and there's just nasty stuff. All, there's trash everywhere. And you know it's been found several times and nobody's bothered to clean it up. Mm-hmm. That's kind of one of the tricks we do is we keep a, a pill bottle uh, stuffed with grocery bags inside it. So that'll go in the backpack easy and you always have a trash bag to pick something up because you don't want to just reach down and touch whatever's nasty down there. Right, exactly. That's good thinking. But you can so, do that every single time, I think, and it's important to do. Right, yeah. And all, all, all the time I, I go to a cache and people are posting on, you know, the area could use a CEDO or whatever, and I'm like, well, why didn't you just pick up yeah. some stuff yourself? <laughs> And, and a lot of times I'm guilty of it too because a lot of these parks and stuff are those like uh, no or carry in carry out parks. So I don't want to sometimes like have this giant bag of trash and then I have to put it in my car and take it to a dumpster somewhere. So, but if you could pick up even just a couple things and throw them in the trash nearby that mm-hmm. people have just thrown on the ground, that's that's helpful as well. Because I, I don't know about you, but I've found some interesting items around cash locations. Yes. Definitely. Yes. And a lot of times you may not want to pick up said interesting items. Like don't put yourself at risk of some scary disease just to pick up the environment. (laughs) Well, I had a, uh, and we do the inside out, inside out trash bag where you put inside out, pick it up and grab it. Right. uh, Right. While it is legal now, at the time, I found a geocache here in Colorado, and apparently some kids like to hang out in this area. And among other things, like empty alcohol bottles, was a bag of marijuana. And this was a cache that kids could go to. So I was, I was kind of conflicted all of a sudden. I was like, okay, do I walk out with this illegal bag of marijuana or leave it here for a kid to find? It's like, ugh. I eventually decided I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to take it to the closest trash can and throw it away. You're a and I thought, I mean, I knew as soon as I come around this rock, a ranger's going to be there, and I'm going to get arrested and get federal charges against me for having... Oh, my God. But if I left it there, some kid could come upon it, you know? Yeah. So I was, I was very nervous walking out of there with that, knowing I looked guilty, you know? Right. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. you know, then you have to make a decision. You know, are you going to take a risk and leave it there or... Or take a risk and carry it out with you. So, yeah. But anyway, on to host an event. If we want to host our own event, what what are our first steps for that? Um. So, like you said, of course, um, even just contacting maybe your town board or you know something like that, and maybe they can point you in the right area. Usually, towns have like a parks department. Mm-hmm. that you can get a hold of and call or email and say, hey, we have this group of people that are interested in cleaning up whatever or doing you know, trail maintenance or something like that. Or even if there's a, a section of trail near you, maybe you can pick up or um, something like that. So I would suggest contacting maybe your town or city first and seeing if they have any ideas of things you can work on. 
And then make sure you post on the cash page exactly what you're going to have your attendees do, whether that's just picking up trash or doing something else so that they know what they're getting themselves into. <laughs> yeah, really. When they sign up for this. And it's also nice, like I said, to list any equipment that you you might need people to bring and also see if maybe uh, your town can provide some of that as well, like trash bags or trash pickup. I know when I hosted one, um, they, they provided us with some gloves and trash bags and they were going to come and pick up, pick up all the trash afterwards. So Ooh. see if you can work that into your event. Wow. That would be, that would be very handy to have, you know, like you said, to be able to have them take care of something like that. Cause then you as the cash owner of this event, you don't have to deal with, I mean, you can, if you have to, you have to, but this, that's kind of cool if they were able to do that. Right. And we were like pulling like living room chairs and stuff <laughs> out of the woods. So I was really glad that they were going to come and pick it up. Oh, really? I know. Yeah. Like, how am I going to lug this back somewhere? Right. What am I going to do with this? I don't have a big pickup truck or something. Right. So. Right. No, that's good. Well, that's important to plan for that. So it, it works out well. The first people I contacted was the same thing. It was a park, the first one I did. And they were happy to supply bags and, and clean up afterwards. Um, and it was a good-sized park, so they were very happy to have us come to a state park. And they were happy to come in and bring whatever we needed to, to help us out. Just all we needed to do was show up with volunteer hours. That's what they wanted. Right. Oh, very cool. It's also helpful to probably bring bring a case of water for people that are coming. Just a, if you if you can set aside the the money for that, maybe even some snacks like crackers or mm-hmm. granola bars or something. And I, I know that some people have attended somewhere afterwards. They have a cookout or something mm-hmm. like that. So if you can, if you have the the funds or the the help to do that, that that's good as well. You probably get more people to come if you say there's yeah. food afterwards. <laughs> right. That's true. It looks like in the chat room, it's about half and half for who all's hosted a CETO event of their own. Yeah. Significantly less hosts, I think. Yeah, I think so. And there's, there's a lot of work that goes into it. You mentioned a few things and well, one of the things that's definitely we talked about and was uh, a plan for the trash. You can't just gather it. <laughs> You've got to have a plan for it. Right. It's got to go somewhere. If they're nice enough to pick it up for you, that's great. But if not, you have to come up with a plan of how to dispose of everything. Right. Need someone with a big truck or something to haul it away if you if you have to do that. And safety. Safety is an issue, right? Yep. What are um, um, for you two? What are what are some um, what? what are some ones that you guys remember that you've done? What are some things that stand out? I think. Well, kind of one of the things I think that's important too. And one that does stand out is that very first one. Um, it wasn't bad terrain or anything like that, even though it was near lakes, but it was a large area. Oh. So a head count was pretty important to make sure we left with as many cashers as we showed up with. Right. You'd hate to leave and leave somebody stranded out pretty far. And so, in situations like that, it's good to have some kind of transportation around to did, get people from one location to another in a big park. Did you guys carpool to that location or did everybody meet or how, how did you plan on getting everybody to, to the spot? 
Well, kind of for that first one, we uh, because it was in a state park, uh, it was actually a, a fee to get into the park because okay. a lot of people camp sure. there. Yep. So we kind of shuttled back and forth, and they gave us uh, a small placard to get into the park. Okay, cool. And they, obviously, they waived the fee for the for the CEDO people. Right. And we shuttled from one area to another, so we kind of gathered the cars in one parking lot and then shuttled over to another area. And oh, um, cool. probably so, so you, 26 you did, people. Oh, very cool. So, so you, you did like an area, and then you kind of gathered everybody together, and you all moved to another spot and did another area? Or is that kind of... Sort of. So we had... Um, the park ranger was there to help us out. So we kind of were able to split up into a few groups. Oh, okay. So she kind of directed that, and she was very happy and, and helpful. Mm-hmm. And she kind of directed it like, this area is good. It'd be good if you split over to this area. So we had three or four groups, probably five or six in each group, and were able to split up and cover a larger area. But know that we had somebody kind of watching and checking, sure. checking that everybody was showing back up and not getting hurt. And this one was – it was pretty tame. I mean, there was no bad terrain, and there was nothing dangerous that we found on that CEDO. But right. you still want to make sure because there was kids there and we want to make sure everybody showed back up and at the, the right time. Right. No, that that's good. It's good thinking. Cause like you said, it's, you were doing a lot of, you know, especially like you see you split up and you're not in a play, you know, it's not like you're, it's not like a city park down the street where, you know, it, you were in a, like you said, if you're going to do a, <clears throat> if you're going to do a larger area, it's good to think through those kind of things as far as like, how is everybody going to get back? You know, what's the plan kind of thing. And you may not, even, may not have cell coverage out there too. That's something else. You may not be able to call each other. Right. And like Sydney suggested, we brought bottles of water, uh, a few coolers of water and then donuts. That was the cheapest way to get everybody some good food and, and everybody likes donuts. So it's, <laughs> it's easy <laughs> to pick those out. So right. good definitely food. That good. good food? I, I think it's good food, but I, I hear you. And there's a few different ways to do CEDOs. We did another CEDO that um, was kind of a hiking CEDO, but it wasn't. So we were doing a trail. And, of course, according to the rules, you can't officially have a moving event because mm-hmm. that would be a violation. Um, and so I, I contacted a, one, another one of our state parks, and it was a trail that we like to hike a lot. And I've seen people throw trash down, which I, I just don't get, in a beautiful area in the mountains. And, I, don't, I don't get it either. Um, so we wanted to clean up the trail. And my, luckily my reviewer worked with us and we got to post this CEDO because it looked like a moving event. Well, if you're going to do something like that, and if you're going to consider a large area, you have to always keep somebody at GZ. Okay. So if somebody shows up, you know, 30 minutes or an hour, hour and a half into the event, they can't wander around and not know what's going on. They have to have somebody directing the activity. Right. So once we did that and we're able to keep somebody, you know, <laughs> kind of at the trailhead the whole time and direct people where to go and not lose people, we were able to clean up a trail that was up a mountain. So that was, that was pretty fun. Right. That's something we do as well, because like I said, it's a, a mile or so stretch of highway. So we have some people that clean up around, you know, our, our initial area. It's like a parking area. And then we have some people that go down the other end and work their way up. So we kind of, we, we split up a little bit and then we kind of come towards each other and someone's always. Somebody in the chat room mentioned having a first aid kit on hand. Yeah, that's a great idea as well. Did you, have you come across anything really gross? 
Want to see that? No, not me personally. I've heard people that have come across gross things. But like I said earlier, if you think you're going to get injured or anything at all, don't pick it up and just let, you know, the, the vent host or the park know that there's something out there and then you can get someone with the right protective equipment to come come and get it. Yeah, we've somebody in the chat room has too. I know we came across some hypodermic needles when we were doing one of our CEDOs. And the big thing was to make sure that kids, if you're doing one, if you have a kid that's cleaning up an unknown area, to make sure they're with an adult the whole time because they might not know that that's a dangerous item. Yeah, and just I would say if you are hosting, make sure you – I would say give like a a little safety briefing at the beginning and make sure that everyone knows what they are allowed to pick up and what they shouldn't pick up and what areas you're working on and – maybe schedule a time to meet back in the hour or two hours or whatever it is so that you can kind of make sure that everyone comes back and that no one's out there hurt. Or I know something. in the city, the city just North of us, when we do one up there, I've attended some up there. They make you actually sign a release. So the event host that gets permission to do the cleanup in the area the city will only give them permission to do that if they'll sign a release. If each person that attends will sign a release saying the city's not responsible if you touch something you shouldn't touch and or you know get hit Spring. by a truck or something. Spring so, or something, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's probably not an uncommon thing. I suspect other people have probably run into that too if they've been hosting them. Right for our adopted highway, everyone has to sign a thing saying they're not gonna. It's not our problem if you hurt yourself but just they also make sure that you give like some sort of safety talk before you send everyone out just to make sure they're being being safe i think that's that's smart to do because it's not a normal event and maybe people's first cedo um and you you can come across stuff that you don't know you need to have a plan for that and how you're going to contact whoever whether there's good cell coverage or not Cover it up somehow. Don't don't pick up something dangerous. Right. And have a time when you're going to come all back so you can get that final head count to make sure you didn't lose a cashier. Definitely. So as a, we talked about April is kind of CETO month. At least that's uh, uh, what we're doing um, as far as for geocaching.com. They've, uh, you know, we get the souvenirs in April and, and everything. So, um, Joshua, geocaching vlogger, and Cash Advance, they're teaming up for April, uh, and they're bringing back the hashtag GeoChallenge of the month. They're back, and this month uh, is in honor of CETO. Uh, they're asking for this challenge um, to do a video or f- pictures or something of that nature. Uh, at a CETO event or just picking up trash while you're out geocaching and you want to do a video or the like um, and you can be entered to win a prize. You have to just let let them know about um, what you're doing and um, send him an email and I will have that email. What is What do we send? I'll find it. Y'all keep talking. I'll find it. Okay. Is it, is it Twitter? Do you do it on Twitter and, and tag the hashtag GeoChallenge? No. A lot of people do do that, but do. Um, you have to email Josh. Uh, I think it's geocachingvlogger at gmail.com. 
I'm gonna check real quick. I think and you're right. Just email him a link to your video or a link or yes. your picture that you post or something like that. Yep. And then he will coordinate all the names and they will pick some winners. Yes. Sydney is correct. You want to email Joshua at geocachingvlogger, all one word, at gmail.com. So you are correct. Good job. And we can put the link to his video in the show notes if anyone's interested in yes. that. And the, he just did a video on it, so we might even I'll put the uh, I'll put the video in the show notes as well, so you can go watch that video. So that'd be cool. So since we mentioned it, we have to ask Gary: Do you intend to fulfill that challenge? Uh, yeah, I'm going to. to I'm going to do that geocaching challenge. I'm going to. I am. Yep. Yep. Um, when I attend my CEDO on Moga Day. That's right. Moga Day. You know, that's, we're hoping that's going to be for us as well. We're hoping that they, it's still kind of up in the air. They're, they're working on it. Um, but uh, that's sort of the plan. We'll see if I, I asked in the chat room too. We'll see who else plans to, mm-hmm. to do a CEDO. I'm definitely going to one, obviously. I don't know if I'll take a picture if I'll put in the extra effort to make a video because I am hosting this one. So I feel like I'm going to have a lot going on. So I don't know if I'll just do the picture or make a video, but we'll see how it goes that day. Yep. Very cool. All right. Looks like some people are doing it. I'm not hosting one, but I'll go to one. So yeah. Yep. Are we ready for the giveaway question? Are we? Let's do it. You want to do it? All right, here yeah. we go. Here's the, here it is again. <clears throat> Our little giveaway. Very cool. It's 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 thick. Can you hear that? It's very it's 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 metal. It's very it's a very, it's a very nice coin. So all right, uh, everybody ready in the chat room? Get your fingers ready. Yep, I like Sydney put drum roll in there. It's giveaway time. Here we go. Yes. The question is. How long does a CETO have to be? How long does the event have to be for a CETO? So put right. your answer looking, in the who's chat gonna room. Who's going to be first? chat room. How long does a CETO have to be? No answer yet. No answer yet. Oh, we got an answer. We got a couple of oh, answers. The, the answers are rolling in. First one answer was, was Tim. I think Tim's first. Yes. Well, he has attended 29 of them, so he would know. He would know. So, Tim, you are correct. Um, the answer is one hour because it used to be less, but now this this is the very correct answer. So, Tim, we're sending you a coin, buddy. Coming your way. Awesome. So, very cool. So, Thank you. And that's IB. a minimum minimum of one hour. Yeah, you could do it. Right. You could do them longer than that for sure. But uh, yes, and there's the. There's the little card that comes with it, the IB Geocaching Supplies. Thank you so much. So one of the things mentioned in the chat room too, a few people mentioned it, is when you're doing a CETO or when you're hosting a CETO, which ties into what we were talking about earlier, let the local newspaper or Mm. TV station or whatever know. That's a good way to get press. They may cover it, they may not, but if they do, then that's bringing some positive positive press to geocaching. Definitely. That's That's a great idea. Well, 
I think we're kind of toward the end. Um, I do want to mention about the next couple of weeks, and I forgot to put that in the show notes. That's okay. I will go pull up the other show notes, and I'll tell you about the next few weeks because we've got some cool stuff coming up. So next week, this one should be... Jesse's favorite. Fascinating. <laughs> it's a, Maybe a little bit. It's going to be fascinating. Um, next week, we're doing DT ratings. Let the loud shouting begin. Um, that's next week. Uh, also, we're going to have another uh, episode of Man at the Cash or whatever we're going to call it with Zach. Zach's going to be out at a cash. He's going to uh, uh, do our uh, Man About Town uh, seek, uh, se- um, segment of the show live on live TV or live YouTube, however you want to say it. So you mean actual geocaching on a geocaching show? <laughs> yeah. Actual geocaching <laughs> going on during the show. That's pretty what? sweet. What's going on? Maybe uh, he'll go to a cache that has a debatable DT rating. Oh, that would be perfect. Oh, that would be interesting. And yes. then we can all discuss. And we'll all debate and, <laughs> and debate ensues. And let the loud <laughs> shouting begin at that point. Right. Uh, week after that <clears throat> is um, Devin C. is going to talk about the ASP Geobash Mega, which is up in Sydney's area of the world, up in New York. Um, what are, what are we going? What are we looking forward to with with Devin C. Sydney? Um. Well, the big thing about this event is it's pr- more of a, a camping sort of mm-hmm. event. A lot yep. of people come and they bring their tents and they or they bring their RVs and they stay for the weekend. They have, you know, uh, a campfire mm-hmm. event the night before, so that's oh, that's cool. the big thing to do for that event. That's very cool. So if you like camping, you should come to this event. Oh, absolutely. And if you can't get all the way up to New York, at least you can hear the hear about the event. Right. And pretty much the whole campsite, you can walk around and everybody has their trackable stickers on their cars. So you just walk around the campsite and get a bunch of trackable numbers. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. A week after that, we're going to be doing a recap show of MOGA. It'll be, we'll have just finished the day before. So that should be fascinating. What? MOGA? Who's going to that? MOGA. You and I are going to MOGA, sir. Oh, that's right. That's right. We are. And uh, lots of other fun folks are going to be there as well. Uh, Justin's going to be competing. It's going to be great. Yeah. I think there's going to be some competition. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on, I think, that weekend. I can't wait to see this. Yes. Well, we hope to show treasure. That's on the the docket. We're going to show treasure Mm -hmm. there. Um, we've got an event that we are, um, besides sponsoring the treasure showing, we are also sponsoring a lunch on Friday at the little apple brewery. So us and hashtag us geocaching hour are, uh, gathering or, uh, connecting together and we're, uh, co-hosting, uh, the lunch on that day. Not a meet and greet. It's a lunch. So if you show up, you're going to buy some food. So, but from what I understand, the food is fabulous there and you're going to, you're going to want to eat some good food there. So that's on Friday, uh, right before MOGA. And so, um, and then that Sunday we're going to drive all the way home and Sydney's going to carry the show because we're going to be dead tired. 
So, Sounds great. Yeah, you're going to do that. Just I'm looking be like... forward to this MOGA, though, because we're going to get to get out and play some, too. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, it's going to be great. Um, looking forward to it. Come by. If you're if you're going to MOGA, you know, definitely come by and see us. at. The, uh, we have a booth. Um, and so we've got, you know, things to, to hand out for folks of all ages and uh, a couple books to sell. And uh, so looking forward to that. Um, the new book is out. Um, 201 Geocaches to Find Before You Die. Um, where would so, somebody be able to find that book, Gary? You can find it on Amazon. Funny Go, that you ask. Funny you should ask that is on Amazon. Uh, and can, also on the Geocache Talk website, geocachetalk.com. Yeah, definitely go check out the new website, uh, geocachetalk.com. Um, everybody's put in a lot of hours, mostly Jesse, but we've all kind of helped out uh, to get the website um, sort of revamped. And I appreciate Jesse doing that. Thank you, sir, for doing that. That was no uh, problem. Still have a lot to stuff. Keep checking back because mm-hmm. one of the trackables has been found. Oh, somebody Ooh. found it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, Hang somebody on found now. one of them. They have still not found the other one yet. Hold on now. Can, oh, you, can you say who found it? Is that you want to, is that you don't want to talk about it or? Um, yeah, I can, I can pull it up right now. Two up. people found it right before, uh, right next to each other. Oh, wow. And, okay. uh, because it was tough. Was that the one? Well, I shouldn't. Don't. Yeah, don't say which one it yeah, was. You, you found one of them. Very cool. Okay. I'm not going to talk about that. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, we don't want to. <laughs> keep so looking. The... Yeah, keep looking this... for the other one. Nobody's found the second one. That's awesome. So the one that hasn't been found, the Yellow Rose of Texas, is the one that I got down in Texas at the Mega. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, um, look, I just pulled it up right now, and it has not been found. Wow. No fines yet. No I cannot fines. believe that. I'm no, shocked. No FTFs on that. Come on, folks. Get out there and find it. It's just on the website. It's only on one website. Yeah, right. I know. I don't. Geocache.com. Just go hunt around. You'll find it. So, yep. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're looking forward to all the upcoming things. We've got a lot, lot in the planning. We've, we have some things we haven't talked about. We've talked about briefly, but you know, stay tuned. The, the GTN, the geocache talk network is growing. We're adding a lot of cool things. So, you know, uh, we're very excited as a team, uh, to talk about, you know, to tell you guys about all the things that are, that are upcoming as well as things that we've, we've introduced, you know, Zach being on the show as our affiliate, uh, vlogger we're really excited about about Zach being on and uh, just going to do so much uh, cool stuff for us out in the field and you know check out his videos and, and all that so again a lot of cool stuff coming up so well is that it? anything else from you guys tonight? Well or? I think we can uh, mm-hmm. we can say that we're really trying to not just put out a podcast but really get involved yeah. Uh, and we're not going to give the details yet, but at MOGA, there's more stuff we're doing too because one of us will be running around in a competition and more yeah. information will come out about that. And the other one will be going out, cashing around town that same day, separate, yeah. at separate places. And we'll, 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 we'll tease that out more as it comes, but we just want to be involved too. We're geocachers, so we don't want to just host a podcast. We want to get out and be involved and find geocaches and, and everything else as well. 
Oh, right. Absolutely. And you know, that's something we're, like you said, we're, we're, we're becoming more than just a podcast. We're trying to, to really provide a lot of uh, different ways to entertain and educate. Uh, and so a lot of that coming up geocast talk university still in the, in the works. Uh, and so a lot of cool things, uh, coming up. So, um, so folks, I hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Please email us your comments at geocashtalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Uh, the show is at geocashtalk. Uh, I'm at, at Gary Slinkard, all one word. And Jesse's at Memphis underscore mafia. Sydney is at Shermanator GC. And our Facebook is at facebook.com slash geocashtalk. I'm sorry, facebook.com slash geo. Yeah, geo, geo yeah you got, got it. it. I got it. <laughs> All together there, facebook.com slash geocache talk. Got it. That's right. The show can be found on <laughs> iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, SoundCloud. We're in several places, but those are the sort of the main ones, as well as the geocache talk website. Don't forget to follow us and click on that subscribe button below. You can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go be a part of a CETO, pronounced CETO, and then go geocaching. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night, everyone. We'll say, I'll be